Hello and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies, a podcast for women seeking to live a gospel-centered life in a Latter-day world. I'm your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, my friends. Um, I have been having a hoarse voice for a while, so I hope it doesn't sound too scratchy today. Um, but I'm really excited to share these thoughts that I have. Um, I prepared a completely different message and then felt like that was not what needed to be said this week. So here is a podcast completely based around what I felt like I needed to say. There's some different ideas strung together, um, but I hope that um, it can be a help and a support to you right now in your life. So it started off with me catching up on This Is Us. And don't worry, this is not a main plot point. So if you haven't caught up, this will not be a spoiler to you because we are strictly no spoiler family. Toby, who's one of the dads in the show, was feeling overwhelmed with a leaky pipe. He wanted to prove to his wife and to himself that he could fix the pipe by learning through YouTube. We've all done it. I get it, Toby. I've tried to learn through YouTube too. He tries to fix the pipe and makes this leaky pipe a full-fledged water disaster. So he's forced to call his dad and ask for help. His dad comes, he helps with the pipe and the water damage and says this line right before he leaves. People only look for leaks where the water is coming out, but it's the pressure that'll get to you. I thought about that for so long after he said it and realized that he was absolutely right. We pay attention when things become an emergency, but being aware of the steps before the emergency can save us so much heartache and spiritual water damage. It's that whole being consistent thing, that preparedness thing that feels so big. But when we break it down into small bite-sized pieces, we can accomplish a great and marvelous work. A week ago, I was very sick. And when my body gets sick, my depression loves to be its companion. So I was sitting on the couch feeling terrible, and all I wanted to do was just get the kids in bed. But before we put the kids down, we watch a church video, usually Latter-day Kids, which is fantastic. You should check it out if you haven't. And then we discuss the message and how we can implement that skill or commandment that's talked about. But that night, I thought maybe we could just skip it for once and just say a prayer and go to bed. So we were sitting there and I said, are you guys ready to say your prayers? And my three-year-old looked at me and said, well, what about our church video? And then she looked in my eyes and saw my sad face and said, 
I think someone needs a church video. And you know what? She was right. The video absolutely brought the spirit. And hearing my kids talk to each other about the meaning of the video recentered the spiritual tone in our home for everyone, myself included. But I remember when we tried to implement nighttime church video and discussion, it was an absolute disaster. The kids struggled with their attention. They were all over the place. There was fighting over who wanted to say the prayer or didn't want to say the prayer. And it felt like a lost cause. It's taken us years to get here. And now I feel like it's one of our special spiritual anchors. One of my biggest fears when becoming a parent was knowing when and what to emphasize when teaching my children. But I had forgotten that my husband and I were not parenting alone. We were in fact parenting with the best co-parent ever, Heavenly Father. The Lord knows where the pressure is in our life and in our family. He knows which pipes are going to burst first. Because of this, we can counsel with Him on what to focus on. There will be times of preparation when we're fortifying ourselves to withstand pressure. And there will be times where multiple pipes are bursting at the same time. And we're just trying to keep from drowning. In either situation, we need Heavenly Father. Going to the Lord and asking for His help is enacting His ability as the master plumber. He and Jesus Christ are the best team ever. They have a host of angels, earth and heaven side, that assist them. They are amazing. They come in even on the weekends and they don't charge extra. Heavenly Father is always willing to help us in an emergency situation or a preparation situation. Now, when we are having an emergency, when there's something that is so tender and difficult to navigate, when even speaking to them feels difficult, something like grief or trauma or desperation, a broken heart, please know that there is light. It's coming. Tell your heart to God, and He will listen. He will comfort you. He will be with you in a way that you need. And keep showing up. You might feel numb right now. That's what happens when we experience trauma. That's what happens when our body is trying to adjust to something that was a deep pivot from what we expected. The act of looking and seeking will bring you to a place of light in the future. Don't be afraid to to look around for someone who's experienced what you're doing right now. One of my closest relationships I have is with someone who I found and who found me while we were experiencing a very similar trial. We both held on to each other for dear life. 
And when I found something that worked, I shared it with her. And when she found something that worked, she shared it with me. She's been a lifeline. She's been the person who can pull me out of the hole. Or she joins me in the hole until we're ready to come out. If you are in a time where you need and you are desperate for help, do not hesitate to ask for it. Look around, ask the Lord who would be best suited to be your friend, and then go and be that person's friend. I felt really drawn to this girl when I moved to a new area. I saw her the very worst first week at church and she was wearing this cute dress and um, she just had this special light around her. She didn't know that I had been praying for a couple months for a dear friend and I didn't know that she had been praying for a couple months for a dear friend. I was nervous about the process of friendship because making friends as an adult is so different and it's hard sometimes, especially when you don't feel good or when you're going through something that's really rough. We had one play date, which went well, but then I had an emergency in my life and I needed to go to the hospital and I needed to leave my children with someone. And she popped into my head. So I called her. She said, of course. She headed over. She stayed with my kids for hours and hours as I was receiving treatment at the hospital. Having to call her and having to ask for help was a big step for our relationship. But it was the breeding ground for one of the most incredible friendships I've ever experienced. I had to ask her for help multiple times. I had to seek for her guidance in multiple situations and she showed up for me. And then she had some things in her life that were hard and I was able to show up for her. We were put into each other's lives because of prayer And I will thank Heavenly Father for the rest of eternity for those prayers and for prompting me to pray for a friend. If you are in a time of preparation, don't fear what's coming. Look and trust the many times the Lord has brought you through your hardships and know that that is a pattern of behavior for him. We can always depend on God. Ask for things you need in life to prepare for the things to come and then follow when the promptings are there. I've been prompted to do certain things like read the New Testament or um, look for more ways to connect with a specific child or a specific person in the ward. I've also been prompted to have studies dedicated to seeking ways to increase my ability to listen to the Spirit. Richard G. Scott gave an incredible talk called Obtaining Help from the Lord. 
And he says this, No one would expect to receive a result from physical law without obeying it. Spiritual law is the same. As much as we want help, we must expect to follow the spiritual law that controls that help. Spiritual law is not mysterious. It is something we can understand. Then he, he quotes Nephi, who counsels, do, not, do ye not remember the things which the Lord hath said? If ye will harden your, not harden your, your hearts, and ask me in faith, believing that ye shall receive, with diligence in keeping my commandments, surely these things shall be made known unto you. So, if we're asking God for help, we need to, one, harden not our hearts, two, ask him in faith, three, believe that we will receive, and four, be diligent and consistent in keeping his commandments. One of the commandments being repenting for the fact that we are imperfect at keeping his commandments. I always have to include that because I always get stressed when it says keeping the commandments. And I'm like, ah, sometimes I don't do that well. But then you repent and then you're keeping all the commandments. If you would like more information about the process of asking God for help, I highly suggest reading that talk. Again, it's called Obtaining Help from the Lord by Richard G. Scott. Right now, I am on the precipice of a great challenge and an opportunity to grow. My husband will be leaving for half a year to do training on the other side of the country, and I am a little apprehensive to be by myself with four kids. Um, It's honestly unlike anything I've ever done before, but the Lord has given me specific instruction, and one of those pieces of instruction is to ask for help, which is really difficult for me. But that same friend who was willing to help me over and over said to me very sternly one time, if you don't reach out and ask for help from me, you're denying me blessings and that's rude. So let's not be rude. Let's ask for help, heavenly help and earthly help. And we will be able to get that leaky pipe to stop leaking or stop the crazy water damage that's happening. Sometimes we need someone who's done it before. Who's fixed that kind of pipe? We need someone who has experience, whether that person is Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, or a person who comes to your mind. Allow people to be your people. Let them in. Let them see that you need them. And I bet they need you too. Elder David A. Bednar said, Ordinary people who faithfully, diligently, and consistently do small things that are right before God will bring forth extraordinary results. Guys, we can do this. We can do the hard things. Whether our pipe has burst or there's points of pressure, 
God has promised us in Mosiah 7.33 that if we turn to the Lord with a full purpose of heart and put our trust in Him and serve Him with all diligence of mind, He will deliver us out of bondage. I love you so much. I'm so grateful you're here. And I'm thankful for your willingness to keep consistently doing the things, even though it's hard, even though sometimes we don't see the difference in the day. It's making a difference over time. It's making a difference with yourself and your family and your children and your friends. It's making a difference and an impact on those who see you and watch you. Your example is so vital to the people around you. You can do it. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I love you. Have an amazing week. Okay, bye. Bye.